And I, I, I didn't want to divulge too much to them, but I told them about what I've been praying for just a little bit, not so much. But I want the Lord to reach way down deep in everyone. I'm not looking for a, a superficial revival. I'm not looking for a good time. I'm looking for a move of God. So that's what I praise God and praying for. So let's, we have a lot to pray for. A lot of loved ones. A lot of things going on. A lot of things happening. All over this country. All over the world. It's one big mess. Praise God. It's just the right time for the gospel of Jesus Christ. So let's pray that we can be that light. Let's pray that people will hear and people will respond and people will obey the gospel. That's what we need. So let's come together right now. Let's bind together in prayer. Father, we thank you for this opportunity again, Lord, that we have come before you in your presence. In this place, O oh Lord, and as you know every heart, Lord, every soul that is here, I pray that you administer to our needs, O oh God. Amen, Lord, that you would pour out your Spirit upon us, O oh Lord. Quicken us, O oh Lord, and lift us up that we can be with you in your presence. Amen, Lord, and I pray that you would open our, our ears. Let our ears be open that we may hear. Our eyes that we may see, Lord, and our hearts that we can be converted unto you. Amen. Minister to the needs that we have, Lord, for your people, Lord, for every household that is represented in this place, God. We pray your blessings. We pray for your mercies. We pray for your grace, O Lord, that you would, amen, God, pour out upon us. Amen. Minister unto us, O Lord. Strengthen us, O God. Help us, Lord, that we may increase and abound in you and your love and your word. In truth, God, in faith, O Lord, in righteousness, O God. Bless us, O Lord, as we, O Father, are here to humble ourselves before you, God. Minister unto us, O Lord. Speak to us, O God. Amen, Lord. And bind us together that we can be, Lord, one. We can be one body, Lord. We can be in one place together. We can be in one mind, in one spirit, in one accord together. And we can have blessed unity, Lord, and harmony in you, God. Bless your word tonight, Lord. Amen, God. Let it accomplish what you send it for to do. And God, give us victory, Lord. Give us deliverance and salvation. Bless our worship. Bless our praise. Amen, Lord. Bless us in your presence, God, in this place. This we ask, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Let it be done. And let everybody say amen. Praise the Lord, saints. Praise the Lord. Amen. Good to be in the house of God. <coughs> I'm like a pastor, I've kind of been uh, riding on a Holy Ghost high since Sunday, seeing my son baptized in Jesus' name. Um, as a parent, there's there's no greater joy than to know that your children are walking in the truth. Amen. So I'm just really thankful to be here, and I'm really excited about a revival, man. I know the Lord's yeah. going to do some things. You can feel it. Feel it. What is that you always say, Dad, about the spirit in Lakota? It's moving. Uh, 
Amen. Something is moving. God is on the move. Amen. The question is, are we going to move with him? Amen. Let's just worship him this season. Oh, it's good to see Hannah and Kimmy.
167 in your hymnals.
I would not be denied. That's the mindset we got to have. If somebody was offering you a thousand dollars, you'd stand in line, you'd fight for it. Amen. What God offers is so much more than that. Our blessings and we would fight for them. Brother Dan, will you pray for the offering? Lord, we thank you so much, Lord. Lord, you bless us in so many ways, Lord. Lord, I pray, Lord, that we would give our tithes and offerings to you, Lord, with a grateful, thankful heart, Lord. Lord, you supply all our needs, Lord. You give us things that we don't even ask for, Lord. And Lord, I pray, Lord, you bless what we give to you, Lord. You bless it abundantly, Lord. Help us to give to you with a cheerful heart, Lord, trusting in you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord.
out to him as the apostle Paul said if happily we can feel after him though he be not far away from us praise God and we get the opportunity to help him like a and I know this in the back of every person's mind because of the state that they are in they're physical and their emotional and their spiritual condition we always are looking for or hoping for something better a better state of mind a better state of being just not you know feeling so cumbersome or overwhelmed how many of you feel overwhelmed? How many of you are overwhelmed right now? Certain things going on and you're, you're upset where you can understand that you're carrying a lot of baggage. It's kind of something how people get used to carrying baggage. Unnecessary weight. And the reality is Jesus wants to reach into your life and to yes. help you with that. That's right. Amen. Actually make you feel better. Yes. Even make you feel better about yourself. Amen. Praise God. We're, we're really peculiar and complicated creatures. Mm-hmm. And we always 
tend to go here and there and everywhere as far as our emotions and the state of mind that we're in and even in our spirit. The, the thing about it is we can, we can probably, in a sense, to some extent, we could probably narrow it down or discern what it is in our, in our mind, in our emotions, but, and, and, but we never really go to that place where we need to go. That's our spirit. Let God take care of that. You do have a spirit because we're consisted of a spirit, a soul, and a body. A lot of time we tend to those other things. We tend to our soul. We tend to our body. And that includes our mind, our emotions. But we never tend to our spirit. And that's the most, the, the most important area of our being that needs attention. We fail to... You see, how do I know that? Because I, you know, I, I, I worked in that field of uh, counseling and stuff, so I know what people are, you know, what they're there for and what they're looking for. But usually, they're always looking in the wrong place. They're always not right in the area that they need to be. And uh, here's the thing, and here's the thing, and 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 I always, I'm always making reference to this and. It would be very beneficial to us if we could somehow understand, you know, the presence of God and His Word and what He's doing because you can't help but feel His Spirit right now. Amen. You can't help but feel His presence. And I mean, it's a, it's a good feeling, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Taste and see that the Lord, He is good. We're actually feeling a little bit of relief right now, some of us that have. We're feeling a little bit relief. We're feeling like, oh man, I, you know, I like this feeling. It's, he's alleviating some of the stress and the strain and the burden and the weight and all these other things that come along with our humanity. <laughs> so we're liking, oh man, that feels good, but guess what? We just, we don't. We don't want to reach out there. We don't. We don't want to reach out there, and we don't want to reach for Him, right? Because we're bound. We're bound. So we can't make that move. We don't have the freedom. We don't have the power to make that move toward Him. You're bound. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. I know a lot of people have Amen. difficulties. Let me say, let me put it that way. A lot of people have difficulties. A lot of people have trouble coming to a place of, I guess, fully evaluating <coughs> themselves. And especially when you feel something as good as what we're feeling tonight, you want to do yeah. something about it, but you just don't know how to go about doing it. And, but you know, the thing about it is, God, God will reach right deep down into the innermost part of your being. Amen. And a lot of times, one thing about God, one thing about the Lord, is that He doesn't hesitate. Yeah. We like to hesitate, don't we? When it comes to interaction, when it comes to 
being able to extend whatever it is that we feel in our emotions, in our spirit, in our mind. And we know, we know some, we know when we've been, we walked into something good. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Right. That's right. We all know that. Yeah. We, there's a big difference in, to where we are here, mm-hmm. here, and in our spirit. There's a big, we know when we feel something goes, wow, that's, that is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Amen. My. Right. That Amen. peace. That's right. Amen. That joy. A lot of people have struggled being just being content. Right. Amen. Amen. That's right. Now I'm not talking about, you know, a lot of the how would I say the superficial things. The things of our flesh our our fleshly desires. I'm not talking about that. Because you yeah, you could be content for a little while but it's gonna wear off. That's <laughs> right. Always tend to always tend to go back to our state of mind, state of being. But here's the Lord. Here's here's the Lord's tender mercies. Here's the Lord's loving kindness. He always reaches out to you. And why, why, you know, why do we need to understand it? You know why? You know why it is that way? You know why it is? Well, you know, we're all, we all have walked in here. We're all have our own personalities. We're, we get our, we have our different personalities. We look different physically, you know. We differ from one another. But here's the thing, we're all human beings. And the thing about it is, and, and we don't think that, uh, oh man, I don't know if I want to put myself in this position. I don't know if I should go there or not. I'm talking about coming to church. Because I don't know, because it just seems like right away, boom! It's like the arrow is shot and it hits right where it should hit. Right. And we say to ourselves, do I even want to go there? Why would God want to do that? You know why? Because you're, he created you. Yes. That's right. He's just trying to gain back what he created. Amen. Because right now you're not, that's right. You're not in that place you should be. Amen. That's right. Wow. You know, I don't, I don't have any idea who's going to come to church. It's always a, we might as well just put it up in the air. (laughs) who's going to be there or not so I don't you know when I pray and the Lord starts to lay something on my heart you know he gives me what because he knows who's going to be there I I have no idea who's going to be in church good to see you Kimmy my my niece Kimmy it's good to see you praise God her and I are amen we share the same birthday and I told her, I said, I said, did you notice this? All the celebrities are all born on the same day. <laughs> I like that. Oh, Jimmy, all the important people are all born on the same day. Praise God. But you know, I have no idea who's going to be here or not. It's just like, and I wish to God. Every service I can come in here, I wish to God I can say, I know who's going to be there. (laughs) It's always a (laughs) toss-up. You know what I mean? 
<laughs> Already pastor's getting under my skin. <laughs> some I know, uh, some of you, the few of you that I know that are always here, I know you're going to be here. I know that. Yeah. I, I can fail, never fail to look over that direction. I know you'll always be there. Yeah. But some, it's kind of like a, mm, it's up in the air. I'm going to flip a coin. Maybe that coin will never come down. I don't know. But thank God. Thank God you're in the house of God. Yeah. Yeah. Hallelujah. I wonder what that was. It's a little red heart. Somebody leave their heart up here? <laughs> Praise God. The Lord is good. Yeah. I love the Lord. I tell you what, yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't uh, persuade me otherwise. Right. Ever since He came into my life, we were reminiscing the other day, my wife and I. Man, it's good to, you know, it's always good to go back to remember where God brought us from and. Man, I'm glad he saved me. I was, I wasn't going into, I wasn't headed in the right direction anyway. I was just like everybody else. Yeah. I was wrapped up. I was occupied. I was distracted. I was lost. But, and I wasn't even looking for him. <laughs> he came looking for me. He found me. Yeah. Amen. He, he searched me out and he found me and I'm glad he did. Amen. I'm here all these years later. All these years later, I just, there's not one word, one negative word I could say about him. Right. Amen. Not one negative word. Listen to that. Because I used to be just like you. I was in my early 20s when he saved me. I don't know, you know, your age or anything like that, you young people, I don't know, but I, he know. He knew I, I needed help. Yeah. He knew I needed saving. And and I wasn't even looking for him, but he came into my life. He, he made his way into my life. He saved me. He intervened. I'm glad he intervened. Thank God for God intervention. Because he intervened in my life, and it's been ever since then. You know, I don't I don't regret one bit of it. I'm I'm happy. I'm content. I'm satisfied being a child of God. I'm satisfied, satisfied being a son of God. Amen. I'm satisfied. You couldn't persuade me otherwise. So, I, so I, I'm here and I'm lifting him up and I'm giving him glory. I'm exalting him. Because, uh, you know, uh, uh, just, like any, just like any one of us, we were all lost in sin. We were lost in our sin. We didn't know, hey... Confused. Don't know what to do. Impulsive creatures. We just. But I'm glad he stopped me. And those of you that are saved, I'm glad he stopped you. I'm glad he got a hold of your life. And I'm glad he is doing what he's doing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, there's so much there's so much that has been laid upon my heart. 
And it's just, it's just a matter of, uh, I'm just being honest with you, it's a matter of so sorting it out. Yeah. What is it, Lord? <laughs> what is it you want me to say? Everything that I believe that God has given me to say on, on your behalf, for you, let me tell you something. It's for your good. Amen. It's for your benefit. He's using, as Paul said, by the foolishness of preaching that you are going to be saved. By the foolishness of preaching. So here I am. I'm up here expounding. I'm up here speaking on his behalf. Amen. Standing in his stead. He would probably be here, but he put me in his place. <laughs> so here, <laughs> I'm standing in his stead, and by his spirit, by his spirit that quickens me, he's directing me, and he's. Woo! He's moving me, he's leading me. So I'm doing my best to be obedient and even humble and submissive to Him, to the Spirit, to His will. But I know He has something for you. I know He has. Praise God. He wants you to hear. He wants you to understand. You might say, well, I'm not, I'm not really a Christian. Well, still. Remember, if you want to find your roots, yes, we're, we're all different colors and we're, we come from different ethnicities and all this, but God created all of us. That's right. Yeah. God created all of us. You think about that. God created all of us. We're all His creation. Whether we're white, brown, yellow, black, red, Blue, purple, pink. Let's not forget the pink race. But we're all his creation. So God is, you know, reaching out to us. He's, he wants to somehow get our attention. He wants us to get our attention. Slow down a little bit. Don't worry about going home. But not right now. Yeah. Pay attention to what God wants to say. Everything that He's going to direct towards you. Pay attention because it's for you. It's for you. So, me, I'm, thank God. Because I would want to, I would want God to talk to me. I don't know about you. If there's anybody that can give really good advice, that's right. Anybody that can give you right. really good direction That's right. is Him. Yes. Yes. All the Word of God. Good, great, good is the Word of God that Thou hast spoken unto me. That's what one person said. And good, because even though sometimes it, it kind of doesn't 
feel good, doesn't feel comfortable, it's still good. Praise God. Philippians chapter 1. Amen. So, you know, he says, for the word of God is, I'm reading out of a different book, but go to Philippians chapter 1. For the word of God is quick and powerful. What that means, quick and powerful, alive and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrows and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. That's how, that's how powerful God's word is. It can, it can reach right, right down into our innermost being. It can di dissect us. Because he talks about spirit. He talks about our, our mind uh, our, because of thoughts. And he talks about the, our soul and, and joints and marrow. So everything uh, mentally, in our mind, in our soul. Our, our soul is our, you know, what we feel, our six senses. That's how we're connected to this world. Through our soul, the six senses. Our heart. So he can, he can move on all those areas. And he can, I, I mean, that's, that's probably why we feel the way we do, because he's, he's doing that. Yeah. He's moving upon us, and we're feeling it. We go, wow. It does feel good. And it is good if you would just, like I said, if you would just let him, let him speak to you. Let him talk to you. Verse, uh, first, uh, uh, excuse me, Philippians chapter 1. Did I say chapter 1? Yeah. Mm -hmm. 27. It says, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. That whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs. That ye stand fast in one spirit, with one mind, striving together for the faith of the gospel. Praise God. This this letter, this epistle was, was written to the church at Philippi. And it, this is an exhortation, of course, by the Apostle Paul. Speaking to, here's, here's the beautiful thing. Speaking to the, the church as a body, as a whole. And at the same time he's doing that, he's speaking to everybody individually. Right. Wow. <laughs> but he says, I like the way he says it, only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Only let your conversation, the King James Version says, conversation, you know what that means? Your behavior, your conduct, the way you are, everything about you, even your attitude. Right. Woo! Right. It's all mingled together. It's all intertwined. That's who we are as human beings. 
Let your conversation, your behavior, your conduct, everything about you. Let, let, me, let me put it this way. Let me add another little word on there. And I, and I think it would be safe to, to, to put that in there, your lifestyle. Amen. Right. Has anybody ever heard me say this? And you have. I'm not a weekend warrior. You know what that means? I don't play soldier. Only on weekends. That's right. That's just the way the world is. They like to play. They like to play. I don't play soldier, and where that comes from this is back in the days, and that's probably way before any of you were ever born. Back back in the 70s, I remember my friend and I were. He was going into the to the to the to the army. He said he said I want you to go in with me. Let's go in on the buddy system because they had a buddy system back then. Let's go in on the buddy system. I said no no no. I said I'm going to school. I was. I was I was, I was accepted. I was coming down here to the USB. I'm going to school. He said, well, just, just come with me and, and, and do the aptitude testing. If you change your mind. So I, you know, I said, okay, I'll just go with you, but I'm not going. I'm just telling you that. But, but uh, back then, you know, the service, the, the, the National Guard had a, had a commercial where they said, hey, if you want to be a weekend warrior, you can join the National Guard, and you don't have to, you're not going to be, amen, 20 there, 24-7, just on the weekends, you can, you can, your life, you can be a soldier, you can be a part of the reserve. So they called it a weekend warrior. In other words, you can just put on the uniform for 48 hours, and after that, you can take it off. A weekend warrior. That's where that, that's where that term came from. Guess what? I'm not a weekend warrior. And, and I say that when it comes to the things of God. I don't live for God one or two or three days out of the week. I live for God seven days out of the week. 24 hours a day. My life is. So much my will. Anymore is not my will. My will is surrendered to his will. Yes. So I do the thing. Here's the thing. I do the things that are pleasing yes. to him. Yes. Not pleasing to me. Yes. Pleasing to him. Yes. That's what Paul meant. Only let your conversation be as it becometh the gospel of Christ. Whether I come and see you or else be absent, I may hear of your affairs that ye all stand fast in one spirit. He's talking to the church. That you're all standing together. You ever hear me pray? pray? You ever hear me pray this? You hear me pray when I pray. When those of you that are around me, I always say this. I said, Lord, let it, let us be of one mind. Yes. Let us be of one spirit. Let us yes. be of one accord. Let us be in one place together. Yes. You know why? The body needs yes. unity. Yes. The body needs Amen. harmony. Yes. There's no way we can function as one body when the body isn't together. That's right. When there's no cohesiveness. 
when we're not standing together. Self-will is a dangerous thing. I know, I know you adults understand that. And some of you younger adults, I don't know about you adolescents. You adolescents, you, you young men and you young women, you teenagers. I don't know if you understand that. I don't know if you fully comprehend the seriousness of self-will. Doing what you please. Going where you go, want to go. Without even thinking, without even thinking what is what lies ahead, you don't know what you're going to face any given day. You don't know if you're, if you're self-built. You don't have any idea. You can't even you can't even direct your steps. You can't even keep yourself safe. Right. Amen. That's right. And and we're you're so vulnerable. So open. We don't even see that there's, amen, we don't even understand or even recognize that we could be in danger spiritually, yes. physically, yes. because we're so caught up in our self-will. Human volition, <laughs> it's not a good thing when it's got its own mind. Are you understanding what I'm saying? So that's what Paul was saying. So, so I'm, I'm saying this to, I'm saying this Collectively, I, I'm speaking to each and every one of you individually, but I'm speaking to you as a whole. Because he said, he said that I may hear of your affairs that ye stand fast in one spirit, in one spirit, with one mind striving together for the faith of the gospel. I'm pretty, I'm sensitive to the Holy Ghost. I never realized that. And certain things, when it just seems to like, it's, it, the only way I could, Explain it as this. It's like a it's like a whirlwind. It's just like and then I it, it hits me and I go, wow, what's, what, what's the whole reason behind that? Why is, why do I feel that way? I'm sensitive I'm sensitive to spirit because there's there's not that even flow. Yeah. And the reason why there's not that even flow is everybody is in their own place. Everybody is doing their own thing. And your thoughts aren't really focused. How many of you, when you come to church, how many of you actually meditate on God? How many of you are distracted or you're thinking about other things going on while you come to church and you're not... You're not Paying attention. And so you're distracted and all of a sudden you're not aware of the things that the Spirit of God is trying to do and everybody's doing their own thing. Everybody's going their own direction. Can you imagine what it would be like if we really had some form of unity? Some form of unity. Some form. I, I say that. Can you imagine? I, I guarantee you that uh, 
uh, we would just be so blessed. Yeah. We would just be. I, I mean, we would expect. We we would expect. Oh man, I tell you what. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Jesus. Hallelujah. It's hard to rally people together. It's really hard. I feel that in the spirit, and it's really hard. I get frustrated. I tell you what, I get frustrated. There's times I want to stand up here, that's when I just want to go. Ah. <laughs> Woo, God knows my frustration. Yeah, man. I'm not an angry man. Yeah. I'm not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm actually pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> but then you, when you feel those, when you feel those disruptions. Just like, mm-hmm. do you not know where you are in the presence of God? Woo! Do you not comprehend? Do you don't realize the seriousness? If you young people would just let Common sense get a hold of you. Let a little wisdom fall upon you. Huh? And realize, guess what? Let me tell you something. Listen to this. This is from an elder. This is from somebody that's been there and back. Up one side, the mountain, and down the other. And one, one even through the deep valleys. I've, I've experienced a lot of things in my life. I'm telling you, by experience. So here's the thing. Favor, what an advantage yes. we have. We're given an advantage. Yes. Why don't we take it? Right. Why don't we quit doing things the hard way and start doing the things the easy way? Yes. Amen. Amen. I mean, there's, there's, there's so many, just like a great big old spoke on the wheel, on the bicycle wheel. All these folks, and they're all putting out different directions. There's so many directions this can go with a lot of you, but God knows your heart. Amen. Right. Right. Yes. Amen. Yep. Amen. He'll hit every one of those folks if he That's has right. to. That's right. Amen. That's right. Oh, That's you, right. Jesus. Amen. Why? Because he knows. That's right. That's right. He knows. And, and, you know, I was thinking about this, and, and, <clears throat> I just sometimes I wonder. I, sometimes I get just I get frustrated. Somebody says, "You get frustrated?" Oh yes, I do. You get angry? Yes, I do. I was talking to the Lord, and I said, "Lord, I'm not trying to." walk away, uh, you know, I just, uh, I'm feeling frustrated, I feel the burden, I just, I don't know why people just don't get it, how come they don't get it, and here, here's the Lord, and, and I never realized it, because I was sitting there, and all of a sudden, thought comes to my mind, I know it was him, he said, because you pay more attention to what's going on in their life than they do, they don't pay attention, How many of you really pay attention to your own lives? Right. I'm not talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about your spiritual. Right. 
well-being. Because guess what? You're given an opportunity where God wants to intervene and make your life better. But guess what? You don't pay attention. You don't respond like you should respond. So, anyway, my Bible tells me, uh, I, don't, I don't want to pass it up, my Bible tells me that there's, there's one body and one spirit, even as you're called in one hope of your calling. There is one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One. One. So when you talk about the word one, when we talk about the word one, in other words, we're his body. We're his body. We are members of his body. We all belong to his body. Yeah. Now, you notice I've been saying his, yeah. not yours, right. not mine, his. Yeah. We're members of his body. And there's only one body, there's only one spirit. Hmm? There's only one hope of our calling. Is that what he yes. said? Yes. I, did I just read that to you? One Lord, one faith, one baptism. One body, one spirit, and one hope of your calling. One, one, one. Just one. Did he say several? He said one. So, so what does that mean? When we talk about scripture, what does that mean? When we think about it, the Apostle Paul is say, saying this. The body is one. So therefore, because there is one spirit, and, and, and praise God, as he said, there is one, one, one body, one spirit, and one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. So that means that if we're born into that body, we're joined to that body by our... Born again experience. Guess what? We are going to be one with him and one with one another. Amen. So if that's the case, why is it we differ? Right. Why is it we do not agree? Why is it if you have the same spirit I have, why is it you don't see what I see. I'll just be playing, playing with you. I'll just be playing. My, my job is not an easy job. Not an easy job to get everybody together collectively, corporately. Get everybody together. You know what? Uh, Here's the thing, because we do more damage to ourselves when we're not in the spirit and we're not one. I, I believe this. Sometimes we can feel the Holy Ghost bless us in worship. And, you know, it's good. And we, we get blessed. But there's times when, when everybody up here, let me, here, 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 listen to me. All you musicians, all you singers, everybody that is up here. on Guess what? It's, it, 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 you are honored. You are blessed to be able to step on this platform and to lead the people of God in worship. 
Your calling, your task yes. is to bring us to that place. We're going to entreat him through worship and praise so that his spirit can descend upon us. Yes. So that it can open up yes. an entrance to heaven where we can be blessed yes. through our praise. But guess what happens? None of us ever take the obligation as God's people and the responsibility we have as a worshiper, as a song leader, as a vocalist, as a musician, we never take it serious. We never pray like we should before we get up here on that platform. We're all doing our own thing. So therefore, our worship is not, and you might say, oh, it's good. Yes, yes it is good. But you know what? I think it could be better. Yes. Amen. Hey, it's a ministry. Yes. Guess what? I have to walk in such a way that I keep myself in tune with God. Right. How much more anybody that's up here? Right. Amen. You can't that's be right. out there that's right. doing what you want to do and, and filling your mind with all kinds of right. things that you don't need to be filled with and expect Amen. to come up here and touch God right. when your mind is a thousand miles away. And if you, here, 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 how many of you ever, uh, I'm here every Tuesday night for prayer. Amen. I don't miss prayer unless I'm gone or something comes up. I never, hardly miss prayer. I'm always here. Guess what? I'm a minister. And you're also a ministry. So anybody, let me tell you something. I want you to understand the importance of it. Why is it that you feel like you don't need to come to prayer? If you want to be used of God, you've got to come to prayer. You've got to be here. Because you're, God wants to use you. You can't just, oh, I don't feel like going tonight. You might as well just, hey. To me, I'm, I, I'm honored to, I'm honored, you know, um, Sister Melissa, she's up here, and of course she's been having her problems, uh, uh, physical problems and all this, and, and I, was, I was chatting the other day, and there's some people in here that if they really wanted to, they could get up here and they could sing if they really wanted to, but guess what, they don't. They refuse to, I know. So I said, well, you know what, my first... My first duty in the church way back when, guess what I was? I was the song leader. Yeah. So I said, you know what I'm going to have to do? I'm going to have to go back and I'm going to have to lead song service too. Yeah. I don't mind doing that. I love doing it. Yeah. Right. I love worshiping God. I don't come up here like, oh, it's my turn now. Responsibility. Obligation. Responsibility. Uh, Oh, man. Do I want to go there? If you know you're going to be on this platform, and if you know you're going to be doing Bible study, all of those of you that are signed up for Sunday school teaching, if you know you're going to be gone, get a hold, be responsible. Get a hold of that person and say, I'm not going to make it. And don't do nothing and not show up, because guess what? If you don't want to play, all you have to do is tell me. Yeah. Right. Right. 
We'll take you off. We'll take you off. I don't want anybody up here that doesn't want to be up here. Let me tell you something. It's an honor to play for the Lord. It's an honor to play for the King. It's an honor to see. I mean, guess what? Here's the other thing. Don't walk up here with an attitude. If your attitude isn't right with God, with anybody, if your attitude isn't right, because I've noticed that something wasn't just... Something was a coach, and I thought, something was going on? Then, then it was later when I seen it. I said, oh, yeah. okay, I understand now. Because I can tell. Yeah. I can tell. I can feel it. Mm-hmm. How, do I, how, how do I get up on this? I don't know. We do have to have a, a good talk every now and then, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. So if you're not in right standing, guess what? I'm a, I'm a preacher. I've been doing this thing for a long time. If I wasn't in right standing, you would probably get rid of me. If I wasn't fulfilling my calling, if I wasn't in right standing with God, everything concerning the church, doctrinally, you would get rid of me. You need to be in right standing. You need to be obeying God's word. Because if, if, if you go back and you study the scripture and you study everything about the tabernacle of David and the temple of Solomon, everybody from the porter, everybody from the porters that watch the doors, going, the gates going into the temple proper, everybody, even from the person, the, the Levites that helped with the sacrifices, everybody had to be in right standing. They could not be in that place, in that office, if they were not in right standing. So they had to be serving God. Amen. They had to be obedient. They had to be walking in faith. They had to be, amen. Guess what? The Bible, in Scripture, they all paid their tithe. Amen. Yes. They all paid their offering. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. 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 Amen. That's Scripture. Amen. 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 Why? Because you're in right standing. You're investing into the kingdom. Yes. Amen. Best investment you'll ever make. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 14, it says, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Now look what he says. Look what he says there in, that, in, in, in the verse after that. Let us therefore, as many as be perfect, be thus minded. Where's that? Where is that area? What has happened where we don't have a desire to seek the things of God? To seek the Lord. Where is that desire? Because if you have that desire, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, saints. We dare not be complacent. As far as our faith and our conviction, we dare not be complacent because this is a high call. This was the upward calling. We're heading that direction, not down that direction. That's right. Amen. So where is that? 
Let us therefore, as many as be perfect. You know what that means? You're coming to a place of maturity. You understand these things. And that's why you, 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 you always hear me ask this question. Do you understand? Do you know? Everybody goes, yes, yes, yes. Okay, if you do, then let me see the fruit of it. Let me see your actions. Let me see you fulfilling God's will without any difficulty. Just doing it. And you know what? It makes a big difference because you do it just because you want to do it. Not because I told you. Let us therefore as many be perfect, be thus minded. And look what he says. And if anything ye be otherwise minded. If you're not thinking that way. God shall reveal even this unto you. So how many of you are paying attention? Right. You're not in that place. Guess what? Then maybe you need to step back for a while until you can get yourself built up. Please don't misunderstand me. That, don't, don't misunderstand me because I know some of you are. Well, pastor really preached it, so I'm not going to sing no more. <laughs> pastor really preached it, so I'm not going to play. No, 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 that's not what I said. If you want to be a part of it, guess what? You're going to do everything you, you can do to be a part of it. You're going to seek God. Because that will tell me really where your heart is if you have that kind of response to it. Tell me you weren't serious. Right. That has nothing to do with me. You weren't serious. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want anything to be superficial. Right. Yeah. Are you listening? Yeah. I don't want anything to be superficial. I don't want everybody, you know, it's, to me, it's, it's like we're, we're having this revival because I want God to do some things. I don't want yeah. this revival because, oh, oh. Get all dressed up. Come. No, 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 no. I want God to speak to you. I want some things changed in your life. That's the reason why we're having this revival. Not just because, oh, everybody's coming together. And it's been a long time since I've seen Brother Westy and Brother Brother Craig and all Sister Tara and the Sister Savannah. Oh, man, we're going to see you. No, 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 no. That's not why we're coming together. We're coming together to hear his word. Yes. Amen. And if God rebukes us, right. if God reproves right. us, if God corrects us, yes. Because I, I hope that happens. So, so listen to this. Let us therefore as many as be perfect be thus minded, and if any in anything ye be otherwise minded, God shall reveal even this unto you. Look what he says. Nevertheless, whereto we have already attained. We're, hey, guess what? If we're there, we're there. Yeah. If we're if we're faithful, yeah. if we're consistent, yeah. hey, if God let me tell you something, why is it? Why, why, why is it that so many people are plagued with inconsistency? Can't be here all the time. Hey, this is, this is the church of the living God. I understand that, yeah, there's something going on. I understand that, but not if you don't have anything going on and you can't be here. Then I have to question your love for God. 
Because your love should supersede any self-will that you may be trying to exert. Hey, I'll be honest with you. I'm just being honest with you, okay? I'm just being There's times I feel, you know, I'm I'm an old man. I'll admit that I'm an old man. Praise God. And there's things going on with my body. Sometimes it's a little bit difficult. I'm not a spring chicken no more. I understand that now. Now I have, I never realized this, Brother Dan, but now I have limits. That's right. Amen. We all do. Praise God. We got limits, so we just... I wish I could take off and run and jump and yeah. woo, but I can't. I want you like I feel I just but I, I, I'm I, I'm I'm kind of you know I don't know if I'm going to blow a knee or what. It's hard to accept. But I know you know I, I feel it there. And there's been there's a few times in the past I've took off and I ran with everybody. Yeah. I may do it again. <laughs> But, what, but, but why am I saying that? It's, it's because it's because if we really if we really simply I mean, this, this, this simply put just simply put if we really love God I can make all kinds of excuses why I don't want to be here because what I feel in my body but I don't yeah. hey Human, human uh, will. There's times I feel like my flesh tells me, "Don't go." Yeah. But guess what? I say, "Hey, yeah. you just keep yourself quiet." There. Yeah. I'm going regardless if I feel pain. Yeah. I'm going if I don't feel good. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. If I'm, I'm not 100, I'm still going because I want to go to the house of God. Right. Yeah. And then when I get here, guess what? I get yes. better. Yes. Hey. Let me tell you something. I, I want some of you to quit using your ailments for an excuse not to come to the house of God. Right. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Well, I just got a, a little sniffle. Yeah. Well, I, I can't go. Yeah. A little headache. Oh, I can't go. My dog isn't feeling good. <laughs> I can't go. Let me tell you something. If, if, if you give in to those things that happen, the devil has fooled you. So he says, nevertheless, whereto we have already attained. Let us walk. Look what he says. By the same rule. Let us mind the same rule. Theme. You know, <laughs> praise God. I kind—it's almost like the, the Holy Ghost is trying to get me to start preaching, but I'm just Sunday, Wednesday. So it's Bible study, but here's the Holy Ghost. It's like, woo! Hits me in waves. Like, oh man, I want to take off. I just like. <clears throat> praise God. I want some of you to have a breakthrough. Right. Whatever hang up you have, whatever your reasons are, whatever you're holding on to from even the way you 
grew up. Yeah. I feel to go there. Yeah. I feel led of the Spirit to go there. Some of you are trying to hold on to that family tradition yeah. or whatever you were taught. You know, yeah, yeah, I, it may be good, but you know what? Some of you are, you, you have some boundaries. Yeah. You just want to go to a certain extent. You don't want to go any further. You stop there, right there. And, and, and you know what? God wants to bless you, but you're, yes. oh, oh, right, oh. Right, 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 right. Your reasoning yes. is not good. We do things because we believe, because we obey, yes. and when we have faith, guess what? God is going to move for us. Yes. He's going to minister for us. He's going to take care of things for us. Yes. When are you ever going to understand and comprehend that? Why do we think that he cannot? And why do you think that you're going to lose something? Oh, my mom. My mom told me, my dad told me, my grandpa told me, no, no, no. Yeah. Holding on to something that's just keeping you back. Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Are they Holy Ghost filled? Ooh, come on. Yeah. That's right. Come on. Amen. Amen. They're not Holy Ghost filled, and I know they may, you know, they're, yes, they're, they, they, they might be. They're trying to help you up and for good, but guess what? When God's trying to lead you to a place as far as truth is concerned, by all means, pay more attention to Him. Yes. And to somebody yes. that does not have spiritual right. understanding. Amen. And you're going to find out if you do, He's going to bless you, and He's going to bless you. Yes. You know what? Let me share this. Let me share this testimony. I, it, 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 you don't mind if I go over just a little bit. But I, I, I'm talking about finances because I know it's hard for people. You notice I've never really taught tithing. You notice I've never taught offering. I never have. Because that's a touchy subject for a lot of people. They go, oh, tell me what to do with my money. I remember this one time. We went to a, we, we made it into a workshop slash vacation. This was back in the 90s. I think it was like 92, 93, some way, way back when. So, so we, we, went, we went out to Seattle, Washington. We went out there for a week. Had some workshops, and then we turned it into vacation. We took our kids, then we took uh, William, and we took Madonna, Muddy. We took those two with us. We had a good time. We went to the workshop during the day, and then evening time, we spent time with our kids. We had a good vacation. On the way back, there was a camp meeting out there to uh, Pine Ridge, South Dakota, Brother Franklin Hill. I was to preach the last two services, so we were on our way back. We hit a rest area there in Montana, 
And we were all going into this, this the restroom. He used the restroom. We were coming back out. My, my, we were getting a vehicle, and, and, and my sister Bay said, did you, did you see that young lady that was out there in front of us? I said, no. And she said, she, she's in need. I said, well, what kind of need? I thought maybe she needed prayer or something. She said, when she went into the, uh, to the uh, bathroom, somebody got into her car and stole her purse. She had three children with her, young children. I think the oldest was like maybe maybe eleven, and she, so she's there. She was she was trying to, you know, get some kind of help. She said, and, and so my wife talked to her and she explained everything to her. She said maybe you should go talk to her. So I said I said so I went to her and she was a young lady maybe in her late thirties, early forties, and, and I was talking to her. She told me where she was from. She was from Idaho, and she was heading down to I think it was Arkansas. And she said I came in. I thought I thought everything was fine. She said I forgot to lock my door. And I came back in to get ready, and I noticed my purse was gone. So I thought, you know, long story short, you know, somebody stole a purse. So she said, I don't know what to do. I've got but, but not quite a full tank of gas, and i got to make it all the way down to Archibald. And you know what? She said, I just, I just, and she started crying. I said, okay, okay. And I said, I said, okay. She told me her name, where she was from. And I said, Miss, I, I, I will help you. And she said, Mr. Marshall, you just give me your address. You just give me your address, and I will, when I get down there, I will send the money back to you. She said, I will. And she gave me her name. She even told me where she was going to be at Arkansas. I said, Miss, I said, that's fine, that's fine, that's okay, that's okay. I said, but right now, I said, I'm going to give you what I feel led to give you. So I gave her quite a few. I gave you a few hundred bucks, really. And I said, well, she said, it, it would help. It will more than help me. She said, you, are you sure? I said, go ahead, Miss, go ahead. And she, she thanked me. She went on her way. We got down to Casper, uh, Wyoming, my brother James and, and his wife Peggy. We stopped in there just for you know, a quick stop, and then we're going to head back into Pine Ridge. Anyway, so I, 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 we shared with them our experience, and, and, and Sister Peggy said, What? You gave a stranger all that money, and you didn't even know? I said, You know what? I felt impressed to the Lord to do it. So I did it. I obeyed what God laid on my heart to do. So we were getting ready to leave and we were heading out the door and my brother James said, Brother Harold, why don't you follow me to the gas station on our, on our, on our Chevy van? We had two gas tanks. He said, I'll fill up both your tanks for you. Amen. Fill up our tanks. Headed out, got to Pine Ridge, got there enough time to get there and preach and then Amen. Uh, service is over. Altar call, all that. And and Brother Hill, and Brother Hill said, Brother Brother Harold, he said, I I, I got something here for you, and uh, uh, I just I, I wanted to bless you with it. And he gave me he gave me an, an envelope, and inside the envelope was cash, and I didn't get to it until we got inside, and getting ready for bed, and I opened it up. Guess what? It was more than twice than what I gave that young lady. Amen. So who says God? Right. You might hesitate Amen. because guess what? Right. You might right. your, your your mind might be saying, I don't Amen. know if I want, but guess what? God will return it to you. Yeah. Amen. Press together, shake yeah. it down, run it over. Yeah. Amen. Thank you. But it seems like it's just like we get to that point and say, oh. But guess what? We don't hesitate to. Right. No limit for everything else. Right. We can buy this, we can buy that. Right. But when it comes to God, it seems like we always shortchange Him. Yeah. 
I, 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 I wouldn't have brought that up, but I felt led to do it. Here's the thing, saints. This is this is what I want to say. This is this is what I'm trying to say to you tonight. Uh, this is what I'm saying. We need to wake up to reality. Amen. Because if we think that we can make it to heaven, being lackadaisical, yeah. and you know, yeah. being comfortable. I was thinking about this as I was uh, the Lord was laying this on my heart and, and the Lord brought up a, a, a scripture to me and, and that scripture uh, I believe it's in uh, Matthew chapter 5 verse 40 or 41 somewhere around there but the Lord brought up that uh, that scripture where it says that if somebody compels you to go a mile with him, he said, go with them 20. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, how many of you ever realized why that, why Jesus said that? Did you realize why he said that? Because they were under Roman rule. And any Roman soldier or any Roman citizen can walk up to anybody and compel them to carry whatever it is they had, their luggage or whatever it is they had, they could compel them to walk with them. The rule was one mile. Because they were under Roman rule. And so Jesus said, you know what? If they do that to you, that's why he was saying that. Go with them two miles. Don't just carry their stuff one mile. Go with them two miles. What does that mean? Sometimes... We have to go beyond yes. the extent we're so used to. Yes. Yes. Amen. Wow. And you know what that means? Coming out of your comfort zone. Yes. Yes. Coming out of your comfort zone. That's where I think a lot of people are. They, they want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable serving God. I want to be comfortable. I want to be comfortable. But guess what? If you want to make heaven your home, you've got to, what what did Paul say? Diligently seek him. You can't just go, your approach is going to be easy and laid back. Now, he said that, I believe in that first scripture verse he said, where he said, with one mind striving yes. together for the faith of striving together. What, what does that mean? Does that mean that we're in a relaxed position? No. Guess what? We, we, we all know this. We all face things every day. It's, it's never, guess what? It's, it's never easy sometimes. So what's, what is it that we have to do? We have to strive. Yes. We have to do everything. Fight the good fight of faith. We've yes. got to do everything we can do to yes. make sure that we maintain our salvation. Yes. Amen. And it takes striving. It takes fighting. Yes. Yes. 
Jesus said this in Luke 12, verse 50. I'm almost done. He said, but I have a baptism to be baptized with. And how, and how I started, I have a baptism to be baptized with. That's what he said. Praise God. I have a baptism to be baptized with. Luke chapter 12, verse number 50. I have a baptism to be baptized with, and how am I straightened till it be accomplished? How am I straightened? You notice that word, straightened? You know what that means? It means discomforted. So in other words, guess what? We have a baptism to be baptized with, but guess what's going to happen? Because of what we are going to encounter, what we are going to confront, it's going to be a little discomforting. But guess what? What did Jesus say? In the world, you should have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. So if he's overcome, we'll overcome. But sometimes we're going to be a little discomforted. We might experience a little pain. But praise God. Here we are. Here we are. Last but not least, Colossians chapter 1, verse number 29. Whereunto I also labor. Whereunto I also labor. Guess what? what? What does that mean? We have to definitely do a work. We have to work. Whereunto I also labor, striving according to his working, which worketh in me mightily. Ooh, we're going to do what we can do. Praise God. Praise God. Because if we don't, guess what? I always remember Brother Garrison saying this to us. <clears throat> you live for God easy, it's going to be hard. But if you live for God hard, it will be easy. Wrap your mind around that. If you live for God easy, it's going to be hard. But if you live for God hard, it's going to be easy. Amen. And it's just like, ooh, guess what? And I, and I know we have it in this. How many of you are fighters? Amen. Yeah, right. Amen. Oh, yeah. Because don't let the devil get over on you. Amen. Don't let him sidetrack you. Don't let him distract you. Amen. Don't let him deceive you. Amen. Don't let him lie to you. Amen. Get on fire for God. Be zealous. And like Paul said, do that work mightily. He's that working in me. It's a mighty work. Let him let God do that work in you. You're going to find out you're going to be. You're going to be on top. Thank you very much. God bless you. Uh, we're going to have okay tomorrow rehearsal. So we're going to have rehearsal tomorrow. Practice. <clears throat> Sunday Sunday will uh same service. Looking forward to next week. Praise God. We're going to leave that baptismal tank ready. I have a feeling. Praise God. Uh, 
We're going to be baptizing some people. So, Amen. Amen. God bless you. Greet one another in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming.